Greetings from the Pumpkin Patch and welcome Halloweeniacs to the Jack-O-Lantern Press Podcast where we discuss monsters and Halloween. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. It's Monster Monday when Tom and I briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, the mutant. So those were sounds of mutants from a 2011 album called Halloween Sound Effects by Halloween Thrillers from Meza Music. Mutants in the Wild. And who knows what made these creatures? Nuclear Tusk, Atomic War. Here in UFO Springs, it could be either, or these mutations could be mad science experiments gone wonderfully wrong. You see that the neighboring mad scientists in the mad science district have been dumping their mutants off in these parts for decades. Mutants have come to call this place their own. Well, it was their own until the aliens finally stopped visiting and decided to try and take it over, culminating in BBA-1, otherwise known as the Big Bad Attack, one of the bloodiest conflicts in Transylvania's history. Even bloodier than the Vampire Wars of 1027 BD, that's before Dracula, and bloodier still than the Transylvanian Uncivil War, a conflict between unorganized groups of monsters just for the fun of it. But going back to BBA1, you'll learn in our book, Transylvania Traveler, which you can get at jackolanternpress.com, that this area we now know as UFO Springs was once unincorporated living space for zombies and, yes, mutants too. Tons of pollution and radioactivity in this area. Tons of mutants. But on April 8th, 1948, according to our book, aliens attacked this land. The 15 years that followed, known as BBA-1, saw over 3 million extraterrestrials attacking the living mutations here, which included zombies, a type of mutant themselves. To meet the battle over three million mutants and zombies of the Transylvania armed, winged, and finned forces would defend their land. Like I said, it was a heck of a battle. And on this Memorial Day, we Halloweeniacs like to remember those who fought and fell, who rose again to eventually live in disharmony. So tonight on this Monster Monday, we're honoring the native mutants of UFO Springs. We know there's all kinds of mutants out there in the world and in popular culture from giant insects and toxic avengers to deformed glowing men and women, teenage turtle people, and the X-Men, but we're going to try to keep our discussion as general as possible, if at all possible. So... Right, Tom? Like it's been it was kind of a I know you were not nuts about doing mutants because there's so many different types of mutants with so many different powers and weaknesses depending on how these things even became mutants, but it was it pretty difficult for you to research these guys? Well, at at the very beginning it was as usual with some of the other stuff, but mutants is is kind of a broad a broad category anyways in the the big thing is, you know, for me was, 
every time you look something up, you're finding something on X-Men, you know, or something Marvel related, which I didn't really want to go down that road. I mean, we have in some other circumstances, but you know, this is a monster horror Halloween type podcast. So I'm trying to, I mean, this was something that, that I think we should have a discussion on, which is what, what was your expectation going into this? You know, I have an expectation of what a mutant is in my mind. What's the expectation in your mind when it comes to to mutants? Well, yeah, so when I was looking for history and mythology, I was trying to find, like, generic stuff, like a more generalized idea of mutants. And, yeah, just like you said, every time I was looking for something, it was, like, kept going to X-Men, X-Men. And I didn't want it to be, like... The, what I was thinking of was not like a superhero mutant. It wasn't a giant insect mutant, even though the, these are all mutants. The mutants that I was thinking of were... were Actually, I saw this. I found this game that basically the mutants in this game, and I've never played this game, nor have I heard of it, but it's the exact mutant that I had in my mind, which is from the 2010 game Metro 2033. It's a first-person shooter survival horror video game based on Dmitry Glukovsky's 2002 novel of the same name. These mutants are exactly what I was thinking of. And I'll talk a little bit more about these mutants when I get into hit into the history, but that's yeah, that was what basically I was thinking of when when thinking of these guys. Yeah, so I would I would say that I my expectation was was kind of along the same lines. I was trying to stay away from, like you said, the whole Marvel X-Men thing. I mean there's tons of mutants in that and I think that was, you know, Stan Lee's you know, sort of thing is that he wanted to have a whole variety of stuff. I mean, if you look at the Hulk, for instance, he's a mutant. I mean, he basically was messing with science, messed up, and boom, it changed, you know, him into into the Hulk. You can also say the same thing for like the Invisible Man can be considered a mutant because yeah, he was true. once again messing with monocane and doing science experiments, and when he messed up, you know, he turned himself invincible or invisible and, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, he became the invisible man. So there's so there's such a huge range and it's such a huge category of mutants alike. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm going to touch on on just very little bit different categories of mutants. And then if people want to go do research, they could certainly look at the links that we'll we'll put in the show notes uh, and then get more information on on them as we as we talk about them. Yeah, cool. Well, so like I said, I tried to pinpoint one type of mutant or a more of a general mutant. But first what I tried to do is find out like when mutants first arrived in popular culture. And I really couldn't find one particular thing. I found obviously Marvel Comics genetic mutation was used as an explanation for many of their characters' superpowers. And that goes back to the early 1950s. Then there was a book called Children of the Atom from 1953 by Wilmar H. Shiraz about workers who were exposed to a radioactive explosion and their children who were born with a high intelligence. 
Now, I'm sure someone's out there someone out there is saying, "Oh, what about this book?" And now I'm sure there are a ton of stories where mutations are popping up, but I would imagine that these things really started in the mid to late 40s, early 50s and definitely into the 60s following the atomic bombs that the US dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in August of 1945 and the resulting fear that those events created for the whole world you know and then they had the cold war and everyone's worried about getting nuked and so all these stories started coming up out of that so i'm well, guessing that that's where it it kind of came from i'm also thinking too now that you brought that up is the chernobyl uh oh town yeah. the place in ukraine definitely um, where they had all the radiation and then weird stuff you know exists there as well. I mean, there's like there's games, all kinds of stuff there, that I that I was kind of thinking about. Um, I I don't know all the detail with that. That might be an episode just in itself that we we go into to kind of touch a little bit more on that. But but that yeah, that was a. I know there was a huge accident of nuclear power or something in on I April think I of saw 1986. A, I think I saw a game about mutants there but i didn't i didn't look further because there were a lot of different things that you know properties and whatnot popping up uh, but i think i did see a game you know chernobyl mutants or something uh, but i don't know for sure i can't remember but i feel like i saw that but let me get into a little description of mutants um, and I'm going with what I found on a fandom page from the mutants in this 2010 game I was telling you called Metro 2033. Again, it's um, a, fir a first-person shooter survival horror video game based on Dmitry Glukovsky, um, his his novel of the same name, 2002. We're gonna link. I'll link the the book in the show notes. So people can check it out because it looks really cool. Um, but I'm not going to go into any of the details of the origins of these particular uh, mutants because it's specific to the Metro story. So I'm going to keep it general just by saying that a mutant is an organism whose DNA has been altered by radiation or by some kind of chemicals. That's kind of basically where they come from. Uh, and you could say that with almost any mutant, that that's seems to be what what has happened so the metro 2033 mutants according to this fandom page are usually fierce and dangerous creatures not hesitating to attack or kill any human that crosses their path although certain exceptions exist with mutants that are generally neutral or even intelligent beings who try to communicate with humans Mutants of common variety are generally tough creatures who have adapted to their nuclear environment and can withstand high levels of physical trauma. This page goes on to say that most spe uh, species of mutants travel and hunt in packs. Um, this proves to be the case in many of the sto mutant stories, including the 1963 film Time Travelers, which I just recently saw, not that great. Um, but uh, yeah, that's they do travel in packs. 
And the majority of these creatures are species that have high reproductive rates, a prime example being the many numerous lurkers, which is a type of mutant in this game. This could explain that in a mere 20 years, almost all surviving species have high reproductive rates and are completely mutated from radiation. There's a list on this page of some noteworthy mutant species, including animal mutants, plant mutants, and even supernatural phenom phenomenon. So definitely check that out because each of those groups has a number of different types. Um, they were It's pretty interesting. And then, yeah, definitely check out that Metro 2033 book. I haven't read it, but I just put it on my list because it looks really cool. Um, for fun, I'm also going to link the fandom page for the mutants in the TV show Futurama because, well, it's fun. <laughs> and uh, But in general, mutants can develop super strength or powers like in the X-Men comics and movies. They can grow in size like the giant ants in the 1954 film Them. They can deform like in the 1990 film Total Recall or the Hill People in the Hills Have Eyes films. Or they can become hybrid beings like the Brundle Fly in the 1986 film The Fly. So that's what I have for, uh, if you want to call that a history or origin story, that's, that's well, what I have about Yeah, and, and you kind of went into, you, you actually went to a link that I, that I had to kind of go and discuss the different categories. And, and really, honestly, I, I don't have much this week only because, you know, abilities, powers, and abilities is based off of what, what mutation they they have so yeah, it's like godzilla has crazy powers whereas the hill people and hills have eyes they're just kind of deformed and yeah they yeah, don't I really mean, have any powers so there, there was another link that i had that was uh went into you know dungeons and dragons um and they were talking about a mutant race and i mean they list off all kinds of different things you know like i said based off of whatever whatever happened to the individual to give them whatever ability they have. And you could say anything really that has something outside of what a human is able to do. If you gained an ability or reversed, had some sort of negative mutation, um, you know, cause not every mutation gives you some sort of ability. There was something in here that I was reading where they were talking about negative mutations. Um, and they were talking about how, how some of these, these abilities that they supposedly get are not sometimes not something that is good. So like, Oh for yeah. Instance, Look at total blindness. recall. Yeah. Uh, all the, you know, there's the one lady who has three breasts. I don't know if that, I mean, I guess that could be a, a superpower. <laughs> but, I, I have no like idea. a lot of it was just deformities. Well, and you got, you got stuff that maybe their ears get messed up. So they get, you know, they're deaf, you know, maybe they're hideous in their appearance, but they might be super strong, um, you know, sensitive ears, you know, slowness, maybe, maybe something happened. They, you know, give them like a, an extra large leg. So now they can't, they can't walk. I mean, those are the types of, of mutants that I'm after, not the ones that are getting like these, these crazy, uh, uh, superpowers. Although then again, I mean, some of the ones that are getting the superpowers could be, you know, insanely strong. So it just depends on the mutation. And the one thing that's crazy about, uh, you know, some of these, of these mutants is that, um, it could be anything. It could be 
five heads on something, like almost like make a hydra, but maybe it's, you know, some other animal. I mean, it's the radiation that's completely distorting and disturbing whatever the animal is or the human and making them into something weird. And what's crazy too is that as I was diving a little bit deeper into all this, you know, think about all the TV shows that are super popular right now, or even the video games that are super popular right now. You got, you got like The Walking Dead, uh, even Chernobyl, the one that was on HBO. Um, you got some of these bigger TV programs, and and a lot of them right now are focusing on some sort of apocalypse, some sort of thing that killed everybody, and there's some, you know, some kind of you know, survivor that, that made it or a group of survivors and they're supposed to, you know, survive in this, you know, messed up world and they're normal and everything else is, you know, like the zombies or you got, you know, beasts and, and whatnot. It is so interesting. The, there is, yeah. there is a definite fascination with survive. I mean, that show, isn't that show survivor still on? Well, yeah, it's but that like turned into some years. sort of it, that's not even a survivor. Like the first season of that <laughs> was was good. Then they started getting the drama, and it has nothing to do with surviving. It has it has to do with who is talking, uh, you know, the insane amount of I've crap. I've never even and, watched it. Yeah, yeah it's I just like who, I don't. Anymore. I just don't even want to watch the the reality show drama. I'm so sick of the yelling well, but it was, and beep beep and everything's bleeped yeah, out I, I, I can't yeah. i can't deal with that stuff anymore but to, to get back into like some of the video games you know once again apocalyptic type things where radiation hits probably more than likely a nuke um you got like games like mad max for instance it was a cool game um it was based off of the the movie that came out um but it's once again it's an apocalypse there's you know, weird stuff, all mutated figures, people that are all deformed, you know, in that game. Um, there's another one called This War of Mine. Uh, once again, an apocalypse sort of driven game um, that uh, that I think, you know, you're trying to survive. Escape from Tarkov is a game that hasn't been out yet. It's in beta right now. I've actually played this. And, and, you know, something happened to the world and you have to go out as a soldier and try to survive. And there's just weird stuff going on. And in that you got all of the Call of Duty um, stuff. Some of those are based completely off of, uh, you know, radiation that hit or some sort of bombing or war that took place. And, and then you're trying to survive. Like, that's why they have all the zombie stuff. Um, the Fallout games, those games are huge. Those are purely based off of some sort of apocalyptic sort of thing. And then there's all kinds of weird monsters in that that you fight and try to survive. Um, you got Wasteland 2. You get the Metro games, as you stated earlier. I mean, those things have been going for a while. Uh, and then there's a game called Stalker. Uh, and then there's actually, there was another game called Chernobylite, which... Uh, is is a horror based uh, oh, I wonder if game. that's the one that I saw. It it very well could be. Huh. Um there was also uh some other ones, Gears of War, that whole series. I mean, you can either play the soldier or you could play this these monsters and all the monsters are are mutations. They're they're all uh, mutants. The Resident Evil series Obviously, you have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, as you stated earlier, the X-Men games. Um, 
Another really cool game that has some weird monsters in it is Bioshock, uh, which is, I, I've played those games and they are great. Um, another one called Rage. Uh, I've, I've already mentioned the Fallout games. And then um, there's one called Crash. It's a Crash Bandicoot game. Uh, and it's called Mind Over Mutant. And uh, apparently there's all <laughs> kinds of these these weird monsters. We'll put a link in the show notes. Um, Did you send also, me that one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was also a uh, a board game that I found called Mutants. Now, I have not played this, but it's $28, and the link will be in our show notes. But it's, it's, it's a one-to-four player, and it says... Uh, it has a mix of a mix and match of genetics to create the ultimate warriors and demonstrate their powers or their prowess, I guess, in an arena. So I think I think you're basically playing a specific mutant and you're matching up and then you have to see which mutant is going to to win. Oh, um, looks it looks, pretty, kinda, looks pretty cool. Yeah, looks kind of cool. And then there was a there was something that that I was as I was digging in a little further and finding, you know, more mutants. Obviously, the Half-Life, Half-Lifes, uh, you know, that have come out, I've talked about in the past, the 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 game that just came out called Half-Life Alex. they have these head crabs, and really that was an experiment that went wrong, and the head crab uh, was just like these, these experiments, and they got out and somehow attacked a human, and then... You know, uh, they get onto the human brain and they start like taking over the human, and then and then they're all of a sudden they become the the humans, the host, but the crab is actually controlling what the human is doing. There's like all kinds of stories and stuff out there if you go back and watch some YouTube videos on how the Half Life series you know, uh, came about, but playing that game, it's, it's, there's like experiments all over the place with bugs and weird, like alien sort of technology. And, and, and when we were thinking about mutants and even doing mutants at first, I was like, man, you know, what are we going to do? Then as I dug in, I was sitting there thinking, man, I've played tons of games. Even world of Warcraft has you know these toxic places. <laughs> I was, was going to ask you, like, I get. Oh it. yeah, of course they, they it has. have them. It's like there's everything. <laughs> well, and they and I didn't want to go into crazy detail, but they have like zones that are all like toxicked out. Um, War Machine and Hordes is a tabletop game by Privateer Press. They have a specific group of of characters that are. Um, in the Cricks uh, sort of um, faction that you could play. And they have a whole bunch of these guys that are just mutated. And they have all these special abilities and stuff. And it, it's really cool. But then I came across something else that we were discussing earlier. And I was going to ask you about it, which you already kind of answered. But just for our listeners, I came across in the movie Toy Story, the original Toy Story. There was these toys that were underneath the bed that are basically, I think, mutant toys. And we have a link that kind of goes into a little bit of detail about it, but it was, it, and in a way it kind of is. It's like combinations of all these broken toys, and they're trying to piece these things back together to make them into a toy that maybe somebody would play. And so I think these are mutants. Yeah, and um, when you first said it, I was like, yeah, they're definitely mutants. But then if you think, like, 
they don't really have DNA, but then again, these toys actually come to life, so maybe the DNA does match because the pieces were put together. The other thing, too, is, you know, I mean, I guess what I'm thinking of is there's no radiation, there, was, there were no chemicals, so is it really a mutant? But in my research, Frankenstein is listed as a mutant. Right. A zombie would be listed as a mutant because there were there was a virus or chemicals or something that caused it. So that makes sense. But I don't know. Is Frankenstein really a mutant? I mean, he well, is he a combination a... of parts, but it de- it kind of goes against the definition because there there are no chemicals or or radiation or anything like that. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know if he would be considered a mutant and maybe not even the Toy Story stuff because, like you said, I mean, most of what a mutant is is somebody who or something that was normal at one time and then got messed up from some sort of biological either warfare or or something, you know, a science project that went wrong. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's more along the lines of what I think mutants are. Yeah, cool. Well, as far as movies go, you know, you can imagine there are a ton of movies that we can list and I'm not going to sit here and rattle off you know, yeah. 3000 movies. So I'm just going to go through a few of them. There's one I just watched uh, the other day called uh, day. The world ended from 1955. It's one of those low budget Roger Corman movies, but I actually really enjoyed it. It was kind of like a night of the living dead movie where there, there was, it's the end of the world. It starts with the end and then the end of the movie it's called the beginning and i'm not going to tell you what happens on how they get there but it's basically there was an atomic bomb and there are mutants and but there are some people that survived this blast and somehow were not exposed and they're in this house and the the mutants are all around and there's like you know, you have to, there's all these different personalities that kind of conflict with each other. So I, I really enjoyed it. And right now it's streaming on Prime. So as of this recording anyway, so it's definitely worth checking out. There's another movie I recently watched called The Food of the Gods from 1976. This is another American international release. And it was really, really cool. And I'm going to put a, you know, I forgot to put a link. I'm going to put a link to the trailer. Let me write a note here. Link to trailer. Because you definitely have to see the trailer. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about, but it's really cool. Um, And there is a Blu-ray from Shout Factory. It's a double feature edition. It it comes with 1972's movie, The Frogs. Not The Frogs, just Frogs. And it looks like a really cool Blu-ray. I ha- I, have, I don't have it, but it's definitely something on my list. Then, as I already brought up, 1977's The Hills Have Eyes, the original, because it's classic. Um, 1985's The Toxic Avenger, which isn't that great for everyone, but for some, it's one of those cult hits. Uh, 1986's The Fly, 1990's Total Recall. In that case, you have people living on Mars who mutated as a result of poor radiation shielding. So there's some interesting mutants in there, including like the one I was talking about, the lady with three breasts. Um, And then there's Futurama, the TV cartoon from uh, The Simpsons creator Matt Groening uh, from 1999 to 2013. 
And while 1955's This Island Earth isn't the greatest movie ever made, The Mutant, aka The Metaluna Mutant, with its huge swollen Mars attacks-like brain, insect eyes, and giant giant hands for claws is really freaking cool. Um, in stills or artwork, in the movie it looks like someone wearing a suit, but the monster itself is really cool. And then... As we talked about earlier, you have the mutants from the X-Men movies and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, along with the giant monsters like Godzilla, giant ants, and giant mantises. And uh, if you listen to this show, you'll know we already did a podcast for Godzilla and giant mantises, which we'll link in the show if you haven't heard them yet. Well, so also the Swamp Thing, too. Swamp Thing, uh, too. Yeah, you're he's right. A, he's a mutant as well. Yeah, so. I gotta, we'll put that in the show notes as well, Swamp Thing. So now if you're in Transylvania and you're looking for some mutants, you're going to have to get our book so you can follow its sage advice through the monster universe that is known as Transylvania. And you're going to have to find UFO Springs where mutants run rampant. Uh, but be sure to follow the itinerary in the UFO Springs chapter. Um, you're going to definitely get the right exposure to the mutants you want to meet, and you might even be able to join their race. So that's about it. Anything else, Tom, uh, before we call it a night? Nope, I think that'll do it. All right, great. Well, that'll do it for another Monster Monday. For uh, more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, or to become a monster revolutionary yourself, go to jackalanandpress.com and also check out our Facebook group, Monster Revolution, which we'll link in our show notes. So we thank you for joining us. Happy Memorial Day, honoring all of those who, who uh, died while serving. And we'll meet up again soon in the pumpkin patch. Mm-hmm.